diatribe on modern society. What's fascinating is I think the last time we did one of these was in 2018. And what has transpired since then, we've obviously all lived through. And there's probably never been better time than any to do a diatribe on modern society. I backed out of the chaos as far as talking about it. And look, it's not something we're going to go back to on a regular basis. However, I think it's important to touch base and understand that you go back to the through the looking glasses and state of play and there's a round table. Most of the conspiracy theories we talked about there have come true. I think us purebloods are up 50 to nil now. And it's a little hard to ignore. However, I had to take my time because, as I explained in the podcast, it took its toll as it's taken its toll on all of us. Have I, I really have a, a truly observational perspective of it now. Does it still get to me? Does it still drive me crazy? Yeah, it does. I'm not going to lie. It does. Because it's hard to exist in. We, you remember back to 2020, I couldn't stop saying that we are living in prophetic times and no one wanted to pay attention, right? Our children's children's children will research what we did in 2020 and beyond because this is literally going to shape our civilization in more ways than one that we can't even begin to understand. So I brought uh, Chris uh, Darnell into the podcast and he's a good mate of Dan's who did Conspiracy and Control and Solar Mythology, both excellent episodes. And Chris is a top guy. He's been deep in the rabbit hole with this stuff. And there's so much to unpack that I think He's going to have to come back for part two because with all this stuff, the insanity and the absurdity and the double speak and just the unbelievable crap that's been going on is hard to unpack. And we're supposed to forget about the fact that it happened. You know, literally three months ago, I was not welcome in society. I was not welcome in a hospital. I was, I'm still not in some hospitals, which is interesting. And now we're supposed to forget and move on and go back to normal. And as for the monkeypox, I thought I had my Ukraine flags up still. Don't we care about that anymore? Oh, that's right. It doesn't really matter. Millions and millions of people are killed in wars that the great Western civilization is involved in pretty much every year. And no one gives a shit unless the TV tells you to. So, you know. However, before I keep ranting, because we ranted enough in this one, it was excellent to meet Chris. It was excellent to have him on the podcast. He'll definitely be back. So many things to talk about and, and always awesome to meet another like-minded individual. Appreciate Dan for setting that up. So that'll be it. Enjoy this one. Have an open mind because if you chose to go one way, that was your choice. And the thing is, for me, it's always been about freedom of choice. If you chose or were made to participate in the experiment, then that was your choice. The problem is is in a lot of ways they took that choice away from us. But people still don't want to admit that yet because we just want everything to go back to normal. There is no more normal. Normal ended New Year's Eve 2019 into 2020 and we'll never return to that place. And if we're not careful, we are headed into a dystopian nightmare that none of us can even begin to imagine. The only question I have and will still have and probably will always have until it happens is what will take the middle class, the silent majority, because most people are cool, right? What will take them to stand? 
And people aren't ready for the fact that chaos may have to rain down before we can make it better. However, that could be the case. I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping that we can find a way. I'm hoping that we can realize love is the answer. That we're all human beings on this big blue ball hurtling through infinity. And we can be cool and move on. However, I'm not sure that that's the case. Because humans do not learn without struggle. And we haven't learned the ultimate lesson yet. And until we do, we won't realize this. On that cheery note, enjoy... I'm going to play Impossible by the Screaming Jets. That one will get me uh, demonetized on YouTube, but it's worth it. Please look after yourselves. Be kind, be cool, stay safe, prepare, engage discipline, and we'll talk soon. Cheers. Can't do much about the government's policies. Can't do much about the heresies. Can't do too much to stop the squeeze on society. When you're all out of touch, you can't have much to say. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't find a cure for starvation.
G'day everyone, welcome back. It's uh, my great pleasure to introduce uh, Chris Darnell to the, is it Danielle or how do I say you Darnell. Danielle you to the podcast, mate. All the way from Chicago, it's early morning for him, uh, early morning for me, sorry, and uh, afternoon for him. And Chris, you're, you're a journalist, mate, so we're going to deep dive into, I don't even know what to call it anymore. However, why don't you just introduce yourself to the listeners, mate? So I'm uh, Chris Darnell. I'm a uh... A trained journalist, not a practicing journalist. Um, did my undergrad studies at Northwestern University, and um, after uh, school, went into well, sort of fell into the advertising industry, and have been there for 25 years, which is kind of ironic given my current stance on everything. It's kind of um, a comfortable home, but also. Um, Part of the problem. I was just <laughs> going to say we're... that it is part of the problem, isn't it? Mike? It's it part is. of the problem. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a bittersweet thing um, for me because it's given me a lot of insight into a lot of the things we're facing and a lot of the uh, I don't know, just the uh, the overwhelming um, sort of tidal wave of misinformation and marketing and propaganda disguised as knowledge mm-hmm. um so you know it's it's kind of it's kind of strange like seeing having having my perspectives on the world but also still being involved in an industry that's part of the problem that's, it that's is largely my, it is part of the uh, problem i think i mean what i mean what happened to I me mean, from your perspective i mean obviously you studied journalism back when it was still an honest trade uh however it it, it, at some point especially obviously in the last three years it's it's taken a turn, but I think it was turning before then. And we just didn't notice. I mean, what what happened? I think mate, it's always think? been. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and I think I think to a large extent, it's it's always been compromised. We just didn't really realize it. Mm. I think before, you know, as as journalism has become more um, sort of decentralized, you know, we yeah. have more and more sources of content. Mm-hmm. Um, it has it has escaped the grasp of like a few, just the, the control of a few corporations, I mm-hmm. think in the past, mm-hmm. but it is also emerged to a point where people are so desperate for content and company companies are so desperate for content that content has replaced reporting. And yes. Clickbait. There's, there's no, I mean, if you look at any mainstream news organization, there's no actual reporting going on no. anywhere. No, I mean, I, I, I changed my perspective and started calling it the corporate media because that's exactly what it is. There's, there's nothing else apart from it. It's just the corporate media. You know, I mean, we've got 2,000 examples for that that we could cite off the top of both of our heads, I imagine. And, you know, I think it's interesting, right? I mean, we didn't, we've been sort of talking for a little while, getting this in the books, and, and uh, it's, it's basically going to be a discussion on uh, – the state of modern society amongst other things and, and what's happened the last three years. However, over the last few days, we've had uh, monkeypox enter the arena. I mean, I've still got my Ukraine. I've still got my Ukraine stuff up, mate. Does it will be changing now or what, what's going it's on? time to take that down. You oh, got to keep up with the news cycles, man. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I, I couldn't, can't keep up. You know, I think, I mean, one of the things that maybe not, we won't get into it straight away, but I definitely want to discuss the mass formation psychosis of the general population and and how that affected it so i suppose mate to first question and it's a big one what's your perspective 
on the old beer virus that we can't talk about anymore? What's, you know, what, what happened there? I mean, that started in 2020. A lot of people forget that in October 19, the, you know, Bill Gates and his fogies met and discussed Agenda 201, which was a coronavirus outbreak. And then three months later, it happened. Uh, and we can't talk about that anymore because everyone forgets. However, you know, fear and control and divide and conquer are very effective tools. Uh, and you've been following this pretty closely. Where do you want to start with that, mate? Because, I mean, I'd love to give you my Australian perspective. I'd love to hear what you've got to say. Uh, and we'll just go from there. It's fascinating to me how all of those topics merge. Um, Absolutely. They're all part of the same cycle, essentially. Mm. Um, coronavirus was moved off of the front page because the data that was coming out from everywhere was finally starting to show that this is becoming now, COVID is now a disease of the vaccinated. The vaccines have proven to be an utter failure both in terms of efficacy and safety. And there's really, to anyone who's actually paying attention to any of the actual real world data, there is no way to deny that anymore. So, mm. you know, I think it was time for the, the mainstream media to shuffle that stuff off the front page to replace it with a new, a new thing of the day. It's time mm -hmm. for a new news cycle. It's mm -hmm. time for a new headline um, because well, they could longer credibly support the grift well i think that's it that you that's that's a really good way to put it to put it critically uh, it's early in the morning for me mate well, i hear you uh, credibly cred, yeah they couldn't support the grift anymore because and it's we talked about that over email didn't we mate it's like sure it, be, it, it became quite clear i mean everybody look those that are aware and those that can have think critically and observe it was bullshit from the start it smelled pretty early on and didn't get any better. Um, however, when it became quite clear it was bullshit, literally within 48 hours, we had to focus on the Ukraine. It you know was that? amazing to me to witness that because because I've, I follow these news cycles really closely and it's always been fascinating. You know, in the past, what really struck me when we were obsessed with terrorism was the switch between Al-Qaeda and ISIS, which literally also happened overnight. I mean, mm -hmm. it was like literally the blink of an eye. The narrative instantly changed. And we, we witnessed a very, an almost identical narrative change from COVID to Ukraine. And it was fascinating, not only how quickly it changed and how quickly all of the inconvenient COVID data and information just kind of vanished, but all of yeah. a sudden, all the people who had been programmed to be these COVID fanatics who had re sort of reinvented their entire existence around this virus and dealing with these mitigations for this virus, all of a sudden have these yellow and blue flags in their social media bios and mm. are suddenly obsessed with geopolitics. And these are people who have never given a fuck, frankly, about anything outside of their own limited existence. So yeah. Um, so when you mentioned earlier mass formation psychosis, you know, that's, that's kind of the common denominator between all of this, where there is all this free floating anxiety out there from everything, people just trying to make sense of all this nonsensical stuff that's happening. And then you just, you know, it, it takes one media cycle literally to reorient people and to reprogram people into paying attention to the new current thing. Yeah. Now Ukraine. Hmm. 
Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, the well, <laughs> monkey well, pox, yeah. well, the monkeypox. I, you know, I don't think the monkeypox is going to stay on the front pages too long. Personally, I think the monkeypox is sort of so. As a journalist, when we, when we witness these stories, okay, every every sort of news cycle has its same iteration where, mm-hmm. you know, initially we splash you splash the, the front pages with these headlines. It becomes a new current thing, but then as these things sort of wane, you have to um, have these more tertiary stories, right? Mm-hmm. You have to break these these topics down into smaller and smaller and more insignificant events. I think that the monkeypox is still kind of a I don't know if like a holdover from the COVID narrative where mm. now we're reduced to trying to explain away the adverse events. Right? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Vaccinations have caused. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the data dump recently that Pfizer provided, you will see that one of the side effects, one of the known side effects, and it was yes. reported in initial clinical trial mm-hmm. data was a severe blistering disease. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, I've got uh, the, the other data that I got is it that, monkeypox is actually in the AstraZeneca vaccine. There's uh, recombinant, yeah, yep. something like that, yeah, chimpanzee, whatever it is, and adenovirus, and that's exactly what they're talking about, right? So It was grown, the, uh, the AstraZeneca and I believe the Johnson & Johnson are both adenovirus. They're both grown on essentially monkey cells. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you get the situation where, you know, it's supposedly an attenuated virus, which means the virus is inactive and unable to replicate but mm-hmm. you know i have seen there are a couple studies that indicate that it's very possible that that supposedly attenuated virus is not totally attenuated and that mm-hmm. it can recombine with a live adenovirus which mm-hmm. could be on your skin it could be yeah. on the surface of your skin absolutely and those things combine and they mutate and boom monkeypox mm. yeah i think the, the latest data out of australia uh, as far as like there's a there's a senator down here. One of probably you know I know honest and politician don't normally go in the same sentence. However, there's a guy Sorry. down there's a guy down here that's really trying. Um, uh, senator Gerard Rennick, and uh, he's been putting the all the health departments and everything else like that to the flame basically. And he's analysed the data. He was a statistician. Like he he comes again comes with receipts, right? And sure. he so from April to December last year there's 8,000 mysterious deaths that have not been, been reported. Now, what happened April last year? They rolled out the vaccine. You know what I mean? And it's becoming totally clear. There is currently in Australia, just so you understand, mate, a health crisis everywhere. There's been like a 50% uptick in heart disease and heart attacks, and no one knows yeah. why. No one knows well, why. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's it's. It- absolutely fascinating to me the lengths that people will go to ignore what is just so blindingly obvious you know Mm -hmm. these we're we're having similar um similar statistics here in the states and people are starting to notice especially there's a guy here uh, his name's edward dowd he's a wall former former blackrock financial analyst i believe oh there's there's a juicy topic blackrock (laughs) yeah well that's yeah that's another juicy uh, anyway, but this guy's been calculating, working with um, insurance company actuaries, and mm-hmm. they're telling him that the, they're seeing death tolls in, particularly in 2021 and 2022, that are 30 to 45 percent above normal baseline levels. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were not seeing that in 2020 when COVID hit. These these are not related 
to COVID. It's specific to post-vaccine rollout. Absolutely. You know, the number, I mean, just, and just anecdotally speaking, I mean, I'm on Twitter. I've been following this vaccine issue specifically on Twitter for a really long time. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my, my feed now is depressing. It's so depressing. I have never seen, and again, this is all anecdotal, but so many reports of heart attacks, Mm -hmm. blood clots, Mm -hmm. sudden death, you Mm -hmm. know, it's always coded as sudden death. Like it's Mm -hmm. some sort of absolute mystery and um and these are in young people these are people in their 30s and 40s i'm seeing reports of uh, teenagers you know particularly you know particularly affecting athletes but um the the number of of unexplained deaths due to particularly you know we know the cardiac issues are Mm -hmm specific to these vaccines but it's affecting demographics that these young people are not supposed to have heart attacks they're not that's right that's right absolutely unheard of that's right well the thing excuse me um the thing is mate i mean you know i'd love to unpack just quickly how did we normalize sudden death i mean i think the number in europe is above 900 soccer stars or players have literally fallen dead on the field and The, the propaganda machine has said, oh, no, that's totally normal. Do you know I saw an article, right, that they reckon that the whistle might be causing um, shock and people to have heart attacks. I mean, are, are you serious? I mean, we talk about you clickbait should, and bullshit articles. What? You who, track who the number that? of bullshit distraction articles that have been written in, in order to normalize this stuff. I mean, it's, it's been everything from climate change mm-hmm. to um, – you know, stress, COVID-related stress, like, like, come on. And what's really frightening is that people aren't in large catching on. No, I, I, you know, I think people who have, have, have told themselves that this, this vaccine is safe and effective and have convinced themselves that this is the only way out of this so-called pandemic just simply cannot wrestle with this, this hard reality. I mean, it's, uh, this speaks to the mass formation psychosis. That yeah, you it does. It does. Yeah. Earlier, where I mean, that, people- yeah, that was one of the most disturbing things that I saw, you know, being, you know, I, I taught, well, I'm a teacher, right. And I talk about in my class, there's three things that have gone the way of the dodo. Right. And one of them is common sense that left years ago. I'm not too sure when that's coming back. Right. Critical thinking, critical thinking just left the building in 2020. Like people went nuts. Right. And then personal responsibility is another one, right? Because, and what we're finding, I mean, it's interesting, right? I mean, my, I went pretty hard in the paint. Um, give me a second. <clears throat> I went pretty hard in the paint. Uh, see, I, I never, I'm not on Twitter. I've sort of dipped my toe in and it seems like a mental asylum. So I sort of, I, and I, <laughs> I, and, <laughs> and down here in Australia, because, because we're a bit old, mate. We're, we're a bit behind the times. Facebook's still very popular down here, right? So I've got okay. Facebook and Instagram for um, the podcast. And, you know, on my Facebook feed, and I used to go hard in the paint about this is total bullshit. I'm telling you it is. And everyone, oh. and no one would, and, like, and I would have like friends of mine who were, you know, part of the psychosis attack me, of course, right? Because that's what we do now, right? Yeah. And it's interesting, right? The last six months, I've heard nothing out of them. 
You know what I mean? Like it all of a sudden, just everything went quiet. Everyone went real quiet, didn't it? Right? It's like yeah. everyone went real quiet. And it's like, what happened? What happened? You know what I mean? And then I had a few. Uh, you know, there was the the unvaxxed aren't dying, and I had uh, on a friend's post, and he, I don't know, a few got a few trolls, and they're like, "What do you mean?" Rah, rah, rah. And like they're going off, and I, I actually put, I made a comment like, "What did you want us to die? Is that where we're at? I mean, did you need to, your narrative to be correct so much that you wanted us to die? Is that where we're at? Right? Is that you need to be right so much that that needed to happen? I mean, people like it was literally three months ago, Chris." In Australia, in America, in all the Western countries, let's make life as difficult as we can for the unvaccinated. They're not allowed in society, blah, blah, rah, rah. Fast oh. forward. And Don't everyone, healthcare. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you can't allow that in hospitals, you know, that it is. And here we are, what, in the end of May, and it's actually we're the healthy ones, mate. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with us. I've already had it. I had COVID a little while ago. It was nasty for a few days. However, guess what? In the in the in in the other side, we've created a community down under, mate. You know, we we had all the vitamins ready to go. We had a treatment protocol ready to go. Mm-hmm. When when people in our community who chose not to be part of the experiment got COVID, there was a there was a call list, right? Whoever was closest would then put a package together. If the if they didn't have whatever they didn't have, we would supplement what they didn't have, and we would drop it on their doorstep and we would go. Right? Oh, that's fantastic. And you know, it's stuff like when uh, the old the old uh, horse horse medicine, right? The old horse paste. Yeah, the old the old horse paste, right? We got some of that through some contacts down here, and when they were literally abusing ivermectin, we knew that it was working because some some of the guys had it, and we would get you know, we had I, don't know, I can't remember how many sheets of it we had, like the proper medicine. And uh, we drop a sheet off, and every person would take it. Two days later, they felt better. And do you know what the yeah, mo- amazing, amazing, right? And do you know what's hilarious, Chris? It's like two months ago. Oh, no, wasn't it? About a month ago. On you know, you've got your morning shows. You know those tacky morning shows. I know you guys have got oh, them as God, well. They're the worst. Unbelievable, right? This reporter stands up, uh, and like this is the, a, a channel that has been full like all of all the corporate media full vax ivermectin's horse tranquil you know blah 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 she literally stands up looks the camera dead in the eye goes there could be a miracle treatment found for covid ivermectin oh my god right and then proceeds to pretend like she hadn't spent the last three months abusing uh that drug right but we don't we don't know we don't know for sure but it looks very very positive and it's like very promising and so you understand, as far as where ivermectin in Australia went, mate, they made it illegal in Queensland, illegal, mind you, right, for a doctor to prescribe a drug that could work. Illegal. You would lose your license if you prescribed it. It was not made illegal here, but from what I have read, um, pharmacists refuse to prescribe it. I'm assuming on instructions from whatever parent company they work for mm-hmm. um and doctors it, it varies by state in the in the u.s um yeah. you know we're very split here politically mm-hmm. but in some of the more lefty leaning places like california you could absolutely lose your medical license for prescribing ivermectin yeah absolutely yep um, same down here yep and absolutely. it's insane because like you know one of the bedrock foundations of medicine is 
you know, if you have a treatment, you, you can give an off-label t- treatment as long as you are assured that it will do no harm, right? Absolutely. And, the, and the safety record of ivermectin is nearly spotless. I mean, they've handed out nearly 4 billion doses yeah. over the planet over the, over the last, I don't know, decade. It won the um, Nobel Prize, mate. You know what I mean? Right. Like, not for horses, for actual yeah, not, yeah, not for yeah, for actual humans, not horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, oh, you've got to laugh, like, mate. You've got to laugh. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, it's it's so absurd, and you know, I, I think a lot about the absurdity. Of, mm. You know, and I think the absurdity is is it's part of the mass formation psychosis. Yes. It's part of you know. It's almost, it's like, cult. I think, I think of it like a cult indoctrination, right? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. you, you lure people in with promises of being part of a greater tribe mm-hmm. and you have all these sacraments, be it your mask or your, you know, you know, your social distancing, all that you're following mm-hmm. all these rites of passage. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of them make any sense, no. right? None of them are grounded in any valid science. Mm-hmm. Um, all the science that existed previous to COVID said that these things, these, all these mitigation efforts don't work. Mm-hmm. And yet people follow these things religiously to the point where they have adopt, you know, adopted them as part of the, their identity. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that on, on some level, the absurdity of the mitigations and the absurdity of everything that we're seeing where, you know, proper treatments are vilified mm-hmm. and ignored. And then they're pushing a vaccine, pretending that it, stops transmission when it, it accelerates it actually accelerates transmission it, 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 i think isn't that the latest evidence that it actually in the first few days you've got a more likely chance to catch covid i think is what the what the number oh yeah i think you're, you're yeah. it knocks your immune system out for literally the first two weeks and that's mm-hmm. exactly why i don't know how they they recorded stuff in in australia but in the united states when they when they were tallying up people who were vaccinated and unvaccinated you were not counted as vaccinated until two weeks after you received your shot. Or yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, exactly. You had to have three boosters to be considered um, vaccinated. And I think they're there. I saw honestly, and the thing is they're hanging on, man. I saw something last night from the New South Wales government. Oh, you, it, with because it's winter, you should get your next booster. So that's number five, man. Oh my God. Number five. If, if I had to line up for something five times, it didn't work. Like what's what's that old thing? Shame on fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice. You know whatever whatever that saying yeah, goes. The old George Bushism. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? You know what I mean? Like I don't even understand. And I think um, you know you talk about the mass formation psychosis. Uh, it's quite interesting, right? Because I mean I've got a meme problem, right? I've got thousands and thousands of memes. It's an issue, okay? However, I've got a um, in the archive. It's got in uh, like February twenty twenty. It's like masks don't work. Studies have concluded that masks do not work. And, you know, this is from Queensland Health, our, our government. Okay. Don't, don't wear masks. They don't work. Right. Literally three months later, everyone must wear a mask forever, all the time. Yep. All right. It's like, what well, did so proper science said that it didn't work. And now because it is popular, it does work. Uh, and what's happened since we took them off? Nothing has happened Nothing. since we took them off, right? Nothing. I mean, it's a seasonal. It, it's it, it was always going to become a seasonal endemic virus, and mm-hmm. you know, and these things typically get more mild um, as they age because mm-hmm. that's just the nature of respiratory, you know, viral illness. Um, 
it's looking to, you know, the virus wants to, to procreate, to, mm-hmm. to, to infect. And so, you know, if you get people really, really sick or you kill people, then you can't infect people. Right. Yeah. So this is just the logical sort of evolutionary path of, of the virus. But, and you know, that when, when you mentioned the mask, that the, the masking is one of the most fascinating parts of it all to me. Yeah. Um, because the science beforehand had absolutely established they, they were ineffective. And here in the United States, we had this, I don't know if you're familiar with this Anthony Fauci character. Yeah. Who is, <laughs> when you question sort of science, guy. you're questioning Anthony Fauci and Anthony Fauci exactly. is science. And exactly. do you know what I find hilarious about that is he denied that in Congress. When the old, whatever oh. old mate said, oh. you said you were science. He goes, no, I didn't. I'm like, mate, the whole world knows you did, right? It's he not straight up told Congress that he was not involved of in, in gain of function research. <laughs> When there is literally an article in Newsweek from a year earlier saying Tony Fauci is involved in gain of function research. It's, mm. I mean, I mean, that guy's got some, some cojones on him to stand oh, up yeah. to lie like that. But the guy was literally one of the lead authors on a paper for the national Institute of health back in 2015, mm. concluding mm. that masks don't work. The world health organization issued a meta-analysis in 2019 masks don't work mm-hmm. um but what's what's been fascinating through this whole thing is that that we constantly hear this refrain of trust the experts right trust the experts yeah, which experts right how much well, are they being paid and where, which where experts, yeah and why did you never consult an actual expert on masking because the cdc is not an expert on masking okay no. there there is an entire trade devoted to teaching people how to properly use their protective gear. They're called industrial mm. hygienists, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know in Australia, but in the United States, I can, I can faithfully say that I haven't seen a single industrial hygienist interviewed anywhere in the mainstream media. No, and we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't yeah. interview the people that are actually from the professions that we're, we're speaking out against, mate. I mean, right. it, as a, as a, as an aside, like, I mean, I'm in, I'm in safety, right? I spent many years in, construction and logistics and safety and obviously ppe personal protective equipment i've worn the masks man i've worn the dust masks i've worn the respirators i've you know and i know that those you know i mean and and how did we let bits of fabric you know what i mean like it's a a single piece of fabric you know you you, there's so many videos of like you know you get the the guys vaping right and you you, and they just blow straight through the mask you know what i mean it's like it's it's Nothing like okay. I could see maybe anything above N95, maybe, and that's a hard maybe, right? Anything that a mum made and sold on Facebook, no, okay, it doesn't qualify. It doesn't qualify. It's total bullshit, right? And what I love about and what I love about so one the one of the ones the funnest ones that I saw down here, man, was like people are making these fabric ones, but then they're covering the whole thing in sequence to bedazzle it, right? And I'm like. Now all you've done is you can't breathe anymore, right? Okay, you you might, like, you can't breathe, right? And, like, these women, and it's normally older women, right, and they look visibly stressed and sweaty, and and it's like, because you don't have any oxygen in your system, right? What what are you doing to yourself, you know? And how have you convinced yourself that this is okay? I mean, but you talk about the mass formation psychosis. I remember, I can't remember, it was like 21, I think, early 21, I pulled up to the service station to get some petrol okay and there was a guy in his car by himself wearing gloves and a mask by himself in his car right and i'm like 
what, what, where's it coming from, dude? Like, what do you, what are we, what are we doing here? Right. You are, I mean, I think we talk about mass formation psychosis. I'd love to really try and dig into that because but my, from my perspective, I think they've set, they set us up for a minute. Okay. I don't, this is, we could talk about the fact that it's pretty clear that uh, it was a biological weapon, COVID. You know, I, I think that's probably pretty clear. Um, or at the very least, it came from a, a lab in Wuhan. Um, we can't talk about that, though. Uh, and if I had said those words six months ago, my podcast would be cancelled. However, now it's okay. Um, I think they call that double speak in 1984 by George Orwell. I'm pretty sure what no, they call that. Uh, and... I think they we, we're pretty soft, man. I think that's what happened. You know, we've been soft for a while. We've been living it pretty easy for a while. These these corporations have taken over on a global scale, like BlackRock. BlackRock's an interesting one. You know, I think it isn't it two or three corporations literally control the world. Uh, everything you see doesn't compete with each other. All media sources go back to pretty much BlackRock. Uh, um, and what's the other one? I can't remember. It's BlackRock and um, BlackRock, uh, Vanguard, and Vanguard. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the three. And you know, all pharmaceuticals, all communication, all entertainment, everything is owned by two or three corporations globally. Those three corporations own a piece of pretty much every major. Every single thing. Yeah, every single thing on the planet. And they set us up, man. And I look. It's hard not to, you know, as funny as it is, to be honest, like. So for the listeners, Chris sent me an email a couple of months ago now. Uh, Dan from uh, Solar Mythology and, uh, you know, they, they were excellent episodes. You, you're one of Dan's friends. And um, Chris asked me, what's your opinion on all this? And to be honest, mate, whilst it is funny and whilst all that sort of stuff, I had to back out of it because it was really doing my head in to see my fellow citizens turn against me. You know what I mean? It's like in 2019, I was a successful podcaster and teacher and I was teaching young people and all that sort of stuff. And because I critically thought about something, I could literally be lynched in the street by the right people, right? And and it, also for me, I made all the, didn't, not predictions, but I observed what was going on. I'm like, this is what's going to happen next, A, B, C, one, two, three. And it just kept happening, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone kept doubling down and the mental stress and fatigue that that caused me when I was going hard in the pain, I'm like, you know what? I've got to walk away. I've got to step away for a minute because these people can't be saved, man. You can't save someone who doesn't want to be saved um, or think critically about something. Uh, And yeah, the mass formation psychosis is disturbing. I mean, we read, me and a couple of mates read 1984 last year. We were going to dedicate episode 150 to 1984 and we all read it and came together and went that was really depressing i actually don't want to do that because it was so it echoed so much of what was going on man it's exactly right it's real man we are living there's so like the take the terminologies away and you know swap them for a couple of different things however it is real and like we are western society is being controlled uh, and manipulated. And yeah, I mean, thank God for the internet. I think the internet always wins sometimes. However, it seems to be the general population don't want to, well, they want normal so much 
that they don't want to admit the chaos is still going on and they're still being played and they're still part of that psychosis, you know? Well, uh, I think that that lends into this whole news cycles idea where you can, you can keep the, the public's attention turned to a specific topic for a while, but eventually that mass formation psychosis demands a new target. You have to, you know, shifting the goalposts is kind of and 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 like rolling out mitigations and then backing them up and this whole this whole sort of ebb and flow of where you're you're constantly you're putting stress on people then you're giving them relief mm. this whole ebb and flow cycle is part of that whole conditioning process mm. you know and I, I I I mean I hate to say this but I, I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet I mean no I it's not over no no it's not over no 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 it's not over right it's it's not over I mean. You know, you talk about, uh, I mean, over the weekend, so the weekend just passed, I'm pretty sure we had a rigged election, right? I can 100% guarantee it. I, I never thought I would say those words here in Australia, that we had a rigged election. However, the bottom line is that through COVID and, and through the podcast and through groups and my wife's groups and all that sort of stuff, we are connected. You know what I mean? The spider web goes out, right? And we do not know anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone that voted the two major parties. They put them last or didn't vote for them at all. One of the major parties won by a landslide. We had a similar experience here where we had, you know, a candidate in Joe Biden who couldn't get more than 50 people to a rally while his opponent, Donald Trump, is selling out 50,000 person venues. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. You know, Joe Biden has supposedly had 81 million votes. Um, yeah, the biggest in history. What an amazing, unbelievable. Amazing. <laughs> and the guy now can't even get a sentence out or read a teleprompter without, no. like, you know, falling into his little black hole of dementia. It's all right, man. It's all right. The, the, guy, the guy that took over for us, he's called Albanese. And uh, he... I, he Look up a picture of him. I've never seen a guy that looks like he literally doesn't have a spine, right? This guy. <laughs> right. That's, He's that's like, what's coming, though. That's what's it's, coming. They've got to be controlled, man. I mean, who, yeah, as we. No, as we, we're not going to see these, ma- these, these, these archetypal villains, right? That's, that's not what our future holds. Our future holds these, these, these spineless sort of like you said, these, these Cretans that are just, they're just basically puppets. They're just basically meat puppets for the corporate interests that uh, are increasingly controlling everything. And, and I mean, it sounds to me, if, if everything that the world economic forum has accomplished, like they have candidates, they have, they have road dozens of candidates waiting in the wings to be elected yep. to every major office all over the world. And they've if you don't play ball. You, you replaced. Yeah, and they've infiltrated as well every level of government. Yeah. Right? Every level of government. Uh, yeah. And I mean, as we sit here and record this, the WF, WF, and the WHO are currently meeting in Switzerland to discuss what happens next, basically, right? Yeah. To discuss yeah. where science is going to take us next. Okay. Because yeah. this is not over, right? I don't think, honestly, I think whilst the resistance is still not enough i think these these demons from another dimension didn't expect the amount of resistance they got right and i think that part of the doubling down 
or the next wave, whatever it is, uh, is going to be a lot harsher. Like I, I wish that I looked into the future and saw peace. I mean, I'm a father. I've got children. I, I, I don't want, uh, I don't want war. I don't want famine. I don't want, you know, disease. However, these, these cretins have got a plan. And that's like, people are like, what are you talking about? It's not a great reset. I'm like, he literally wrote a book called the great reset. You can download it and read it and see where he's up to in the fucking plan. Okay. It's like conspiracy theory. No, there are, there's a book. There are simulations that have mm-hmm. been hacked out. There are mm-hmm. videos of said simulations, mm-hmm. all this stuff. There, there are transcripts of all of their plans. This is not a secret. This is not a conspiracy theory. This no. is being done in real time. Oh, and, and no guess guess what, Chris? That's right. They're not trying to hide it because uh, they're not trying and, to hide it. And guess what, Chris? Guess who? They, they guess what uh, simulation they ran about uh, June last year? What? I wonder what would happen if a, if a if a smallpox or a monkeypox outbreak happened. They ran that simulation June last year. You can find it. Look it up. It's not. It's not exactly like it's hidden. Like you say, they're doing this. Oh no. In plain sight, and plain sight. Um, people are so addicted to the comfort that we have created over the last twenty years uh, that they will do anything to hang on to it, right? Yep. I think, and that's the issue. Okay, we've lost sight of the fact that things need to be a little difficult every now and again. If you don't have, you know, discipline, and if you don't have you know, that resistance, humans need resistance, man. That's what we need in order to thrive. And yeah. they created an instant gratification society, made us, you know, lazy and, you know, filled us full. I actually saw an interesting meme the other day. Think about this. 90% of the food in your supermarket didn't exist 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And neither did 90% of the disease. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely like, true. think about absolutely that. Absolutely true and absolutely connected. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 Right. You, yeah, there's you... no, I mean, it's, it's no, it's no mystery that, you know, the pharmaceutical companies and the agricultural companies are run by the, you know, owned by the same interests and mm-hmm. the foods to make you sick. So you have to go to the hospital and get treatment. I mean, it's all, you know, it's no accident that nutrition science over the last 50 years has been completely not only completely corrupt, but like if you, it's it basically the opposite of good health is what, yeah. how we have been told to treat our bodies. Yeah. The you classic know, the one. Pyramid, yeah. The food pyramid. Yeah, exactly. Nonsense. And the, the, the classic one, I mean, you know, the classic one that I didn't realize and is actually when it, when I realized that I've, I've changed my diet and I feel a lot better, right. It's like, Oh, fat's bad for you. Well, actually, no, it's not. No, it's not I trans fats, it. trans fats and all that, all the, nasty stuff that you make is bad but animal fats and and you know fats that come through meat and that sort of stuff especially for men like us as we get a bit older mate are very important for us yeah, absolutely. very important for us to, that that's what our testosterone binds to and all these sorts of things then you look into it and it sort of lends to you know the marketing right it's like the sugar companies paid the health officials to say that fat was bad and sugar wasn't right yeah. And that salt's bad, cholesterol's bad. All yep. these, all these things are absolutely untrue. Absolutely. And, you know, sugar, sugar is one of the most dangerous substances on on the planet, and that's what's causing you know heart disease absolutely. to a large extent. It's not, yeah. 
It's not the salt. It's not the fat. It's all absolute nonsense. Mm. And I think that the problem is too, Chris, is that when you start, uh, and I imagine you, you, you feel the same way, mate, you start opening up this rabbit hole, the dots start joining pretty quickly and it, and it becomes pretty undeniable pretty quickly the level of fuckery that's going on uh, across everything, like everything. And it's all fucked, man. And and if it's not fucked, it's because somebody's not trying hard enough to fuck it up. Like mm. it's it's oh. oh that's not me. That's me. That's you, mate. That's you. Tornado warning. Sweet. Cool. What else could possibly go wrong? Well, yeah, we 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 did. We thought we weren't going to talk about weather manipulation. Um, I know you brought it on. <laughs> so sorry, man. I didn't look. If a tornado happens while you're on the while I'm on the podcast here, that'd be super cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you. I'm actually in a basement, so I'll be fine. But... You'll be right. You'll be right. We... <laughs> yeah. Look, it's hard. It's hard, and I think um, you know when I. Like here at Unlocking the Code, I know, I know you've listened to a few episodes and and mm-hmm. and we, we really try and analyze not just one side, we try and analyze all sides. We look at it all and then we we filter it and this is our opinion. And we always say it's only our opinion. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Right. However, applying critical thinking, common sense to the the mass formation psychosis, how easily it was done, and then what is actually um what is happening because once you unpack that it's like oh well hang on a minute where did this start oh shit oh 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 no oh no this has been a play we've been played we've been played since basically i think since world war ii if not before right i think post-world war ii there was a narrative that was created um you know i mean history's a lie money's like it's all bullshit like the, the whole shit show is it's all bullshit and it's hard. People don't want to realize that because then that's, and I get that one because that's their fragile existence really doesn't exist. Right. Um, and you know, the system doesn't serve us anymore. anymore. We serve it. Um, it's like, yeah. it's so scary. And that, that thought was like, Oh no, we've been manipulated for a long time. This has been a long game. Um, and all of those things, that's what sort of give me a bit of a mental break. You know, I was like, this is a lot and I can't deal with this right now. So I, so I delved back into ancient mysteries, but uh, you, you've brought me back into the fray, mate, but I'm gentle now. I'm not, I'm not going to go hard in the paint because there's no point. What's what you can't by now, whoever's going to be, whoever's going to walk lockstep, right. He's going to walk lockstep. Okay. Right. Whoever's not, not like you said, can't save him. No, you can't, man. You can't. And, and it's sad. And I, I was shocked. I had more faith in humanity, Chris. I don't know about you. When this started, I had more faith in humanity. Um, and part of the depressive nature of this stuff is how quickly everybody turned. You know what I mean? And people you wouldn't I think I've never either. had a lot of faith in humanity. And I, I, whatever shreds I had have been thoroughly stomped on and buried. I mean, mm-hmm. it, like you said, like just the, it it wasn't just that it happened quickly. It was that it happened. People were eager, like, like people like went out of their way to integrate this whole new 
and I want to, you know, I refer to it as a cult or a religion. They, mm. they, they, they went out of their way eagerly to embrace this new belief system Absolutely. where they reoriented their entire existence around a virus, mm-hmm. you know, around this illness. And like you said, it's just, it's terrifying. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even have words for it. I like, I have, you know, I have struggles with, with my own family. Um, you know, I am the, I am the black sheep. And yeah, right. My, my, my views are considered extreme. And I'm like, like you said, like I have the receipts, I can mm-hmm. show you the receipts, but no one wants to see the receipts now. No, 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 we everyone can't see that. So, no, 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 we can't talk about that. So, don't, so don't talk so, about that. It's like yeah. Fight Club, Everybody's man. We can't so talk about their position. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's so now it's just um, avoiding the topics at all costs with people that are close because it just causes too much friction, mm-hmm. and it's really sad because those are the people that you want to be able to lean on in tough times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think don't eye to eye. absolutely. You know? I think. They separated us, Chris. You know, one of the things we've talked about here over the years is the lack of community, the lack of tribe, right? So, I mean, you, you could, you, I remember, so you like this, right? So, 9 11, okay? I, I was, I was staying at my parents' house for some reason when it happened. And uh, my brother wakes me up in the middle of the night and says, you know, wakes me up and goes, man, man, planes just flew into the World Trade Center in New York. And apparently I rolled over said oh well we're all fucked now and then i rolled back over and went to sleep right (laughs) okay (laughs) and that created the fear generated society right that was the 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 marker right and look i don't know where and how and what whether whether that was a false flag it's it it smells though okay i'm not going to buy into it i i stayed away from that but it smells a little bit okay um but that created the fear generated society that created everything else that led us to 2020, right? Where there is no community, there is no tribe. Humans need that, right? I mean, we could have an, look, this thing is very cool, okay? This thing's awesome and it connected us and I really, I'm really thankful for that. However, it also divided us as well, right? It, it, it connected us globally, isolated us locally and, you know, made us insular, right? Um, and the fear-generated society was created so it's like, okay, we can band together now. We, we have to fight this thing, whatever it is, right? And because people are so lonely and so isolated, when they were given a, 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 a team that they could latch onto, that's what it's people a, do. It's an artificial tribe. Yeah. yeah it's essentially, they created an artificial tribe. Mm. Um, and that's not accidental, you know? That's no, absolutely. 100% contrived. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, my, I mean, my, I could talk to you for hours about 9-11. That was my original rabbit hole. Um, my, my 9-11 story is kind of bizarre because I was literally driving to New York City. I woke really? up in a rest stop the morning of 9-11 in Pennsylvania, like two and a half hours outside of New York City. I was going there to, driving there from Chicago to see a friend. Right. And I woke up, had to go get, turn on the radio. I was like, what the fuck is going on? went into a gas station to fill up and TV's on, everybody's paying attention to it. And they're, you know, planes flying into the world trade center. And mm-hmm. uh, so I literally had to detour cause they, they, you know, they shut down all the bridges in and out of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So I drove to Atlantic city for three days and gambled mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as one would do in their twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
and then went back to New York. So I was in New York City in the, in the immediate aftermath, man. And, and, and it was, uh, everything changed. I mean, everybody's mindset changed. There were people wandering the streets looking, looking to, to beat up Muslim American people. And yeah. like, you know, it was this instant, again, it was, it was another artificial tribe had been created in a mm-hmm. sense. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I think that, that a lot of these events share these very same characteristics where, you know, they, they take all of that anxiety and they, they, they give you a, an easy and convenient uh, focus. Yeah. For, yeah. for, for that anxiety. And, um, and it's hard, you know, it's hard, it's hard not to wonder as well, mate, whether these things were test runs, you know what I mean? Were they, were they gathering data? You know, I, I wonder about that. Oh, you know? I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. And, and I, I'm a hundred percent convinced 9-11 was a, was a false flag event. And mm-hmm. if you are interested in going down that rabbit hole, I'd recommend the works of uh, Michael C. Rupert author mm-hmm. of uh, crossing the Rubicon. Mm-hmm. He published kind of, he's no longer with us. He eventually committed suicide. I think I want to say seven, eight years ago. Um, but he, I think did the best investigative work on that topic. And he, again, like when we talk about like event 201 and all of these things where they had simulations planning, planning for the, the whole COVID outbreak and for monkeypox and all this, they did the very same thing with 9-11. There mm-hmm. were several mm-hmm. war games in the days preceding 9-11 that exactly that yeah. Yeah. contributed to, to that, to that event essentially. So mm. again, there's no, there's nothing secret. No. Nobody's hiding anything. No, there's no, there's no conspiracy theories. All this stuff is wide out, right out in the open for mm-hmm. everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. No. And people, but people don't want to see because they're addicted to their comfort. They're addicted to their, devices they're addicted to their you know you, you know you could have a discussion about we're just slaves to the system now right everyone's like we're just slaves to the plastic we're slaves to the the, the monetary system and you know, i mean look that's currently being exploded too i mean you know the, the other side of this narrative and i know i've seen some of this stuff coming out of the states and i know it echoes down here you know government's buying up farmland um, you know, the, the food shortages. I mean, I'm in logistics. Paying farmers not to produce their crops. Yep, exactly. Like yeah. 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 It's yeah. happening down here as well. Right. It's like, and again, it it's really? not, yep. It's not, it's not. Yeah. I, I had a good friend of mine. He was saying that uh, the government comes basically says, we will pay for your crop. Right. Uh, below what it normally is sold for. Uh, and if you don't take this deal, we're just going to take your farm. Jesus. Uh, I've seen, I've seen many stories of that happening here as well. And I think that, I think that's finally going to come to a head this fall and this winter. I think we're going to see, you know, they're certainly planning food shortages. I have and rationing, I would mm. imagine. Absolutely. Um, and it, you talk about fuel, you talk about resources, mate, you talk about logistics. There is no plausible reason for all logistics and fuel to triple in price, apart from the fact that whoever's in charge of that decided that it was the way, right? There's no reason. It's not like the oil reserves have changed. It's not like the state of the fuel situation has changed in any country. It's not like there's different ships on the sea. None of that has changed, right? But now everything is three times the cost. No one's being paid anymore. But well, I would say that, that that monetary policy, particularly of the United States, has contributed largely to that, where we are just printing money. Um, we yeah, are same us as well. Us as well. Yeah, we just yeah. I mean, our central bank is is is. The Fed, Federal Reserve here has gone insane. You know, the, the CARES Act, which was the big, 
the big COVID incentive bill that provided incentives for all kinds of madness and bailouts to all kinds of industries and stuff. You know, that alone, I think, was $4 trillion. Mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we're finally starting to see the ripple effects from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, food, in, food inflation, fuel inflation, all of these things do not exist in a vacuum. And, no. you know, it's just absolutely irresponsible fiscal policy that has led to this. And it's mm-hmm. completely avoidable. And certain people have been screaming about it for decades. And mm-hmm. they just have fully put their foot on the gas. And I, I think that, you know, I think at this point they don't honestly have any choice. I mm. think the old the old phrase was you can't taper a Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, eventually the mathematics of running a debt-based economy mm-hmm. uh, they catch up to you because once the you know the the amount of money in circulation versus the amount of money owed in quote unquote debt, mm-hmm. these are both exponential functions, and so mm-hmm. when they start to diverge. Um, the math simply doesn't work anymore. And well, it never did. It never did, Chris. It, it never, never did. did. But you can cover it up for a mm. while. You can keep mm. kicking the can by printing more and more money. Mm. Well, they never eventually. fixed 2008, did they? They never They never actually fixed no. what happened in 2008, no, no. right? They never did that. No, I mean, I mean, they, they did to some degree where I don't think that, that, that Wall Street is necessarily as reliant on the mortgage-backed securities as they were back mm. then. Mm. So mm. I think the real estate industry is maybe in better shape because of that but mm-hmm. you know it, printing money is printing money and regardless of, of where it's going or how you're financializing or leveraging all that up it eventually you eventually have to pay the piper and mm-hmm. i think we're we're heading there now and i think that the the leaders the western leaders in this world realize that that shit is about to come unglued in a serious mm-hmm. way and i think mm-hmm. that that's why we're seeing this this the sudden culmination of all these efforts to control everyone and to depopulate the planet. I think yeah. that yeah. it's all coming to a head now because yeah. they realize, well, fuck, we can't, we can't have 8 billion angry peasants. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. And we, this is the thing, fear and control divide and conquer, man. Like yeah. we, we, we outnumber these people in control by literally millions to one. You know what I mean? And yep. if we, that, that's been one of my big questions. I mean, do you, oh, so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> 2000, 2000 thoughts in my head. I mean, you know, one of my favorite, you know, talk about the debt-based economy. One of my favorite things to say used to be, you know, I think the number came out and this was years ago. So to be more than that, I think the world owes $214 trillion. Like who the fuck to the Decepticons? Like who do we owe $214 trillion to? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's the interesting questions because we're printing our own money. So we owe ourselves. I mean, this is this is an endless rabbit hole, and mm. I don't know if there is an, even an objective answer to it. No, there's not. This is all just a human construct. Mm-hmm. Money is a human construct. Mm-hmm. Debt is another human construct mm-hmm. piled on top of that original mm-hmm. human construct. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. at what point, when you print enough money that you owe yourself two hundred and fourteen trillion dollars, do you have to face the consequences of that? Yeah, and I that's think, right. You know. And I saw, and I saw, and one of the, and that led me to another thought was like, I saw a, um, a meme the other day. It's like, oh, they're starting to talk about, uh, we'll, we'll print some, we'll give you inflation checks. It's like, you don't even fucking get what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Oh my God. No, they're literally California, state of California. God bless them. They're, they're talking about the same thing. They want, they want to print, they want to give um, inflation, yeah, inflation checks 
to cover the rising cost of gas and food. <laughs> but what happens when you 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 hand out more money? You drive yeah. inflation. Yeah. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. You go back to you go back to Europe in the in the forties and thirties where you had literally people were using cash as fire starters because it was actually worth more doing that than anything else. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah, I mean eventually all fiat currencies debt-based fiat currencies reach that point you know they mm -hmm. have i think a general lifespan of around 70 years i believe is mm -hmm. the figure um well, so we've pushed it, it past 100 with the us dollar haven't we you know because i mean the, the transfer of wealth happened in world war one all the wealth got transferred from europe to america then it was the dollar so i mean we've hung on like it's now it's over 100 years now but it, it's we're due mate we're due this is the whole point yeah. that people don't understand as well yeah. right we are due Every we empire falls, every empire falls, there is, there is rotation. And unfortunately, I think we're, we're observing the fall of the Western empire. Right. As, as I absolutely as, agree. Yeah. And we've managed to sustain it longer than probably would normally have been possible with, um, via the petrodollar, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. by making the rest of the world pay for their oil in U S dollars. We've mm -hmm. essentially made the U S dollar, um, the United States biggest export. Right. We don't we don't manufacture anything except for money anymore. Mm. So, mm. you know, with the rest of the world, you know, if they need U.S. dollars, then they have to trade with the United States in order to obtain those dollars. And so, you know, we, we can safely live our imported luxury good life and ship our, you know, greenbacks all over the world. But eventually once that, you know, once that sort of petrodollar mechanism fails, mm -hmm as it's failing, we're watching it fail right now. Right Saudi now, yeah. Arabia is moving towards alliance with, you know, the BRIC nations. Mm -hmm. um, all those dollars are going to come back yeah. again. And that's another um, driver of, you know, inflation. Mm. Um, inflation, you know, it's going to hit the third world first and it's going to hit them really, really hard. I mean, mm. we are going to see, I mean, you've already seen, you know, Sri Lanka is starting to devolve. They're protesting in the streets murdering politicians mm -hmm. um you know we're gonna see this kind of unrest and famine everywhere and eventually i believe it's gonna you know boomerang back to the west i mean I don't of think course it will of course it will i mean you know what's what's been to what's been disturbing over the last couple of years is that me and my friends get together and we have serious discussions deadly serious discussions about what do we do if we run out of food who's growing what what are our skill sets what tradable commodities do we have? Uh, we were having serious preparation discussions about that. You know, and I, I remember si sitting here in the refinery with some, some friends of mine and we're having the discussion. And then I said, just pause for a second, boys, and think about what we are talking about, right? We are literally preparing for famine, uh, political unrest, who, you know, some sort of police walking lockstep, right? Look, one of the most disturbing things I saw over the last couple of days is because there's some Aussie reporters in Davos at the moment um, trying to get the scoop on the the WHO and the WF forum. Uh, mm. And there's literally police officers walking around with badges on their arm that say World Economic Forum Police. Yep. Now, that's, that is some more Orwellian shit right there. You know what I mean? Like they, and they're they're ejecting quote unquote unlicensed journalists. Yeah, 
yeah. think about think about that term in, uh, in context of our previous discussion about journalism mm. that you need a license to mm. practice journalism mm. that's a that's an you, odd turn right there you need to be and, approved uh, mate you need to be approved so you will yeah. tow the narrative and tow the line absolutely you know? and i that's the general direction everything's heading they're going to regulate control everything from the top mm-hmm. down it's mm-hmm. this, this process of centralization of of everything but particularly government government and you know and then the government and the, well, it's not it's corporation now isn't it it's not government anymore these 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 men and women that are in the the halls of congress and the the halls of parliament are just puppets you know i think one of the telling ones i saw uh i think it was it might have been 21 and they've actually silenced this politician since then there was an outspoken politician against china and she went on like a she told everyone she was going to do a a rant about china in parliament right because you got to give them free warning and all that sort of stuff there's a political process yeah the day that she did it now i think the the halls of parliament can hold 800 people right the day she did it there was four people in there so that means 790 people have been bought and sold. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's right. that's what we're looking at, right? Because those yeah. people could not be there because they can't say a negative thing about China because of what's going on. Right? You know, and I think while we're while we're wondering whether or not we're men or women, China and the East have been taking the model of the West and going nuts with it and building a military. And China says you know, 2050, right? They will be the leader of the world, right? Come hell or high water, right? And they probably already, look, they probably already are. If we, you know, it's it's a teetering balance, okay? I'd, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's disturbing, man. And again, you can't talk about that one either. Can't talk about that. Well, it's funny you mentioned the the, the, the men and women issue. That, that's been high on my radar lately too, is, is trying to, Trying to figure out this, and I don't mean to completely, de- you know, detour the conversation. No, no, it's here, not. There, there is no detours, mate. We we go where we need. Trying to, go. to un- understand this 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 obsession with with the trans community and mm. with um, you know, this sort of gender obsession that has taken. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same in Australia, but oh yeah. Do you want to hear something? So, you know, I told you about yeah. the, the good politicians, right? You know, the, the good politicians that I was talking about. There's two that I follow, right? There's Gerard, they're both senators, Alex Antich and uh, Gerard Rennick. And they literally, so the Department of Health, the governmental Department of Health was in front of a, like, sort of like your Congress, right? Where they, they, they have a Senate committee hearing, basically, where okay. the senators can call up whoever they want, right? And this Alex Antich has been asking every department, and then it got to the Department of Health, the governmental Department of Health. Can you define for me what a woman is? No, we can't. Mm. The government of health in Australia cannot define what a woman is. An adult human well, female. And a woman is an adult human female. Let's just be clear about that, right? Yeah, I'm, However, on, I'm on board with that definition. Right. However, the Department of Health in Australia cannot define what a woman is. They said, oh, we'll have to take that on notice. And he's like, what do you mean you've got to take it on notice? Can't you just tell me what a woman is? Well, there's many interpretations. No, there's fucking not, okay? Right? Um, 
Actually, it, it, if you're in that rabbit hole, uh, Chris, Douglas Murray uh, did some interesting work on that where he has look, looked into the backgrounds of, of different cultures and how they fall and when, what happens when they fall. And a lot of empires, when they start to fall, start messing around with sexuality. That's one of the markers of a falling empire is that they get, they get to the level of opulence, right? There's nothing else to whinge about because everything's so easy that we've got nothing else to whinge about or mess with. So we start pretending that we're elephants or penguins or whatever it is, right? Oh, my God. And that's, well, that's I, actually I a think, mark of a falling society, yeah. Well, I think it's definitely, I mean, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a cause or, or a byproduct, I guess maybe I'm not so clear on, but I, I think that there's clearly an agenda at play mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, definitely we, we've talked about depopulation. I think that that's probably part of it. Whereas, mm. you know, if you're not going to have a traditional man and traditional woman, then you're not going to procreate. And your society is not going to survive long term. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's also an element of um, breaking down the traditional nuclear family. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there there's currently, you know, this whole, you know, we're, we're witnessing this slow slide, maybe not so slow slide, but a, a slide into communism, right? Where yeah. um, essentially the government replaces all functions, including those of the nuclear family. And I think mm-hmm. that um, you know, we're seeing that here, particularly in places like California. And I think that the, again, the vaccine issue here is, is being used as sort of a way to insert government, mm-hmm. um, between families, between parents and their children. They're trying mm-hmm. to remove consent, um, saying that, you know, California, they're trying to pass legislation where a 12 year old, uh, can get vaccinated without their parents' knowledge or permission. Yeah, they did that down here too. Yeah. They did that yeah. down here as well. I mean, well. you're, I mean, hell, you're, the laws in Australia are way way worse than most united states oh it's unbelievable mate it's unbelievable i think the interesting thing too that people need to understand when we talk about this and and it it all the thing is chris is it all comes together right what people don't understand about history is it's traditionally the left that brings in totalitarianism and communism and all that sort of stuff right that is who actually brings in it's not that everyone and the left wants you to think it's the right but it's not it's the left that brings that in right that's it's not i'm saying this as a sort of recovering progressive you know i mean i recovering progressive (laughs) i used to love the left man i used to you know back when at least it's they seem to have principles and maybe i was i was probably mistaken and um you know back when they were the liberals were supposedly Mm anti-war now holy shit they're like cheerleading for billions of dollars of arms to be sent to Ukraine and like egging on like a nuclear conflict with mm. Russia. Like where the fuck did you guys lose your goddamn minds? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And these um, are the same people that wanted to lock up the unvaccinated. Yes, exactly. You know, this, this supposed party of, of freedom and acceptance, but then, you know, well, we're going to dictate to you what your pronouns are and, mm um well no that's not that's that's not acceptance that's more divisiveness mm. you know like um that's all of those qualities principles that i thought had existed within that party have been completely flipped on their head and mm. Mm. um it's you know it's got to be hard to identify it's got to be really confusing to identify as a liberal today mm-hmm. because you know it's just basically a practice in identity politics there's mm. no there's no real actual principle involved anymore. I mean, we've got the 
you know, the, the pro-choice left here who's, you know, my body, my choice, but then these are the same people telling you that you, that they're going to have the government mandate a vaccine be, that's right. Uh, yep. You know, exactly. Jabbed in you. So yep. it's like, and, and, no and we will enforce that by force. Right. I mean, right. With, we're, we're going to use because we think we're right. We are mm. going to use the power of violence, you mm. know, the threat of violence of government mm. violence in order mm. to enforce that. And yeah. that's what we're seeing is that that the left is they they love their enforcement, um, and and you see how this 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 fascism, communism, all this can yeah. evolve out of that when very quickly you, it's already doing it it's already doing it for crazy. those that, yeah it's so quick right I mean we could have a, we could talk about Canada and the absolute farce that happened oh. north of you guys like I mean I can't even believe that stuff that Trudeau is it he's an evil evil man. Also, he's uh, one of Klaus Schwab's boys. You know what I mean? He's a yes. he's a he's a young leader yeah. of the World Economic Forum. Young leader. Um, you know, I mean, but Canada rolled over. <laughs> I know. Canada just rolled over. I know, man. No protest. Hey, look, so did we. So did well. No, actually, we didn't. We continued to protest, but no media will cover it. Um, right. We had a we had a million people at our at our head office in Canberra, right at head of Parliament House, and media said there was ten thousand. There was a million people there, a million, about right? Right. Um, I mean, and you know, we what what everyone forgets as well about what's the next stage of this and what's going on. All the 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 what you would say is left. We call it labor, right? So labor states. Okay, it's labor and liberal down here, and it's 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 reversed. Okay, liberal is right, labor is left. Okay, um, but it's just different terminology. Uh, all the labor states uh, built concentration camps sorry no they built and get this this is what they called them chris you'll love this national centers for resilience that's <laughs> that's not disturbing at all is it you know what that's i mean perfect right that's perfect um that's what they called them man national centers for resilience uh what are they going to do with those you know what i mean what are they doing they're with built. those they're built they're, they're built. there they're, they're ready not to go, man. unused that's right they're ready they're to built go for a reason Right. And through the building process, and this is the thing, the behind the scenes, the, the our governments knew that COVID was bullshit, right? They had to have. Okay. You would you would hope so. Um, but at the same time, they still went ahead, didn't they? They're still being built. Yeah. And yeah. there's a razor wire on the inside of these camps, Chris. Not the outside, yeah. on the inside. Right. So, so okay. What does that, what what does that tell you about where we're headed moving forward? Exactly. You know? You know, and we, and we, 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 it's, man, it, it, as I say, if it wasn't so terrifying, it'd be an interesting experiment. You know, yeah. like if it wasn't going to affect our children and their children and their children. And if the, if, you know, the best part of 9 billion people uh, just rolled over, um, it'd be scary. It, it, it is a terrifying thing that we're witnessing. Um, and it's all connected, the, the, the food shortages, the fuel prices, the inflation, the, the COVID, the, the monkeypox, the, you know, I mean, I, had a, I got into it when the Ukraine thing started because I refused. I'm not, I didn't put Ukraine stuff up because I know, because I've got friends in, in the military, right, that Ukraine, there's been an active shooting war in Ukraine since 2014. There has been. Oh, yeah, they've right? been bombing right? their own separatist regions. Like, yeah, yeah. right, and then... Yeah, it, 
but no one gives a shit about Yemen, do they, Chris? Millions of people have died no. in Yemen for years. No, years. no one cares, right? I've, I've, right? I've, I've, I've had this argument with several people who don't understand a lick about anything that the Western world has been involved with, you mm-hmm. know, be it Libya or Syria or Yemen or Somalia, mm-hmm. who are now just blindly cheerleading for this war in Ukraine. And like, mm-hmm. what are you supporting? Like, you know, we basically goaded Putin into the invasion. Mm-hmm. You know, Putin has always said involvement in Ukraine. That's the, that's the line you don't cross, you know, mm-hmm. expansion of NATO and involvement in Ukraine is the line that the West does not cross. And we, we crossed it. We installed a puppet government mm-hmm. who is one of the most undemocratic governments on the planet, as far mm-hmm. as he's locking up opposition leaders and, you know, they're murdering journalists and you know and can we have it can we can we talk about army. can we talk about the bio labs that are in the ukraine or we can't talk about that you know what i mean i don't what, think we can talk about those no, we can't talk about no. that is that is that like Fight well, Club? we can't talk about that either can we right no i mean i find it curious that we need to have bio labs in a country all the way on the other side of the planet why mm. would that be what are we doing in those biolabs if we've got... No, but I doubt what they're doing is legal under U.S. law. No, okay. I'd probably say not, mate. I would probably say not. I mean, yeah, you want to talk militarily, has 20 years to defeat the Taliban to give Afghanistan back to the Taliban. Do you want to have a discussion about that? I oh, know we can't talk about that either, right? That, no, we well, can't. And that was another little interesting that I've honestly haven't fully understood, to mm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Unless the intention is just to basically destabilize the country and leave it there on Russia's doorstep so that something Oh, it's, it's not destabilized, mate. China's moved in. You know that, don't you? Right? China's now moved in no. and supporting Afghanistan. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Afghanistan's got the biggest lithium reserves. What do we need lithium for? Oh, that's right. They're planned for electric cars. That's okay. Right. Thanks. Everything's fine. Nothing, no, no, nothing to see here, mate. It's totally, it's totally kosher. Um, you know, yeah. Let's let's all have electric cars. We because un- it's good for the environment. I come from mining oil and gas, Chris. One of the nastiest yeah. mining processes on the planet is cobalt. Okay, I don't doubt it. And cobalt is one of the key ingredients in batteries and solar panels and all their plan that they're doing to save the environment. Right. I mean, that, in my mind, this whole green agenda is the biggest hypocrisy of it all because mm-hmm. it's just so laughable. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how are you extracting these minerals? You're using fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty um, sure the dump truck runs on diesel that pulls those minerals out of the hole. But anyway, pretty much. And that, you know, I don't know where I read, but something like you need to scrape up like was it 20,000 pounds of, of, of earth in order to, to, to have the lithium available to build a battery. I don't know if that yeah. figures yeah. out. It, but it's no, some, it's something like better. that. It is something like, it's a rare earth mineral. There's a lot of stuff that has right. to go into the process in order to draw that out of the, out of the earth. And, you know, where's that being done too? Most of it's third world countries being done by slaves. Okay. You, that's the other, we can't talk about the fact that they, you know, around the Apple factory and the, you know, the, 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 the smartphone factories, they had to put nets around the factory to catch the people that were jumping off to kill themselves. Right. Jesus. Right. We can't talk about the fact that that's where your smartphone comes from. You know, we can't talk about that. Uh, you know, there's all these unknowable and unsaid things that can't be discussed because they are, um, 
yeah, they 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 offend the sensitivities, right? Uh, you know, it's sort of like I I talk about in my teaching. I've got a few principles, and one of them is keep it simple, stupid, right? K I S S, right? Break things down, keep it simple. And I say uh, we can't say stupid anymore because people are too sensitive. Well, people need to harden the fuck up, Chris. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, we, 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 if we don't, honestly, we're just going to be steered into a fascist, fascist, totalitarian, communist. This is what's happening, right? And yeah, no, absolutely. And I and I think you highlighted, um, intentionally or not, one of the one of the most important tools that is, are being used against us, and that's the the control of language. Double speak, double speak, and we see that yeah. especially with this 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 whole trans debate where mm-hmm. we're being fed these you know bizarre pronouns and and how um, come we can't talk about mental illness, Chris? How come we can with that with that trans stuff? How come we can't talk about mental illness, Ryan? Um, because that's I think what it is, most of it, or people just most- latching onto a tribe as well. Well, I think there's a, a large tribal aspect to it. And there's a comedian in the U.S. who did a good bit about it, uh, Bill Maher, on his show over, I think, last weekend. He's on HBO. Had a little interesting bit about that where he said, well, trans is it's becoming trendy and people follow trends. And, mm. you know, I can speak from experience. I have a 12-year-old. He's in seventh grade. And he's got a class. His homeroom class is like 25, 26 kids. He has seven or eight kids in that class who – want to be referred to by a name of the opposite gender or consider themselves trans really? or non-binary. Seven. Yeah. Seven or eight. And I mean, these are kids that are not, they haven't even gone through puberty. They don't, they don't understand what they're doing. It's become yeah. such a, a popular trendy thing like this. We've, we've gone so overboard trying to be so inclusive that it's mm-hmm. become um, sort of a, a part of this, this generation's culture. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't even understand why they, they don't feel know. that way. Yeah, they've got no you idea, know. right? They're, I mean, let's they're be honest. They get kids exactly, man. Look, as kids, you mess around, right? You, you, you. That, that's actually part of your development. Okay, you test boundaries. Right? Part of your yeah. development is you test boundaries with, with, with you know, different things and different like that. You've got no fucking idea what you're talking about. But actually, kids are supposed to do that. You know what I mean? They're supposed yeah. to test boundaries. They're supposed to try things out. That's what actually being human is about, right? And then when you figure out what you like and what you don't like, you then settle for what you like, right? And no 12-year-old should be able to – and I think it's the same in the in the States, isn't it, that the, these doctors will start gender reassignment or whatever the bloody hell it is at the age of 10 or some ridiculous number like that. Yep. Yep. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life, right? I, I can't even begin to say how wrong that is, okay? Because these kids don't know what they're doing. They've got no idea, right? And they, they're just, you know, I mean, we, we, they're, just they're, just, kids. they're just confused kids, man. And we latch on to stuff. Do you remember Tamagotchis? How stupid were they? But everybody had one. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's you know, keeping that little little thing alive in the egg you know what i mean <laughs> remember that back in the day but yeah that but, and the people latch on to stuff man and we're, we're messing i mean how can the department of health in australia not classify what a woman is that's insulting to women right is this just the last vestige we just 
messing with women for the final time. I mean, what is going on? You know, like I, and a man cannot get pregnant. A man cannot breastfeed. I don't care if there's an emoji on my phone that says it has a pregnant man. That is this, I, I can't even, well, I, I can't even. Speaks to the, this is all, again, you have to step back and take a, like a high time frame look at everything. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is all, like you said, it's all connected. It's all mm-hmm. part of the same agenda. And I think mm-hmm. that this, the inherent absurdity of some of this stuff is like, we can't, we don't know what a woman is, but mm-hmm. that is again, part of this mass formation psychosis. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you disorient people, you pollute the language. Um, and then you pile absurdity upon absurdity. And this is how people are essentially conditioned into, you know, believing absurd things. It's just this constant barrage of, of absurdity, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's misunderstanding of self as well, Chris, you know, I think we've, um, you know, there's a, a line of research we do here, uh, talking about God's self and talking about that there was a, there was once an ancient civilization that focused on the, on the God self, right. On the fact that you are God, we are God, I'm God. Right. And without ego, without arrogance, like that is just who we are. And we've spent 2000 years, right. Externalizing everything, right. You cannot have, you know, I mean, the, I saw a classic meme the other day. It was like, I will not, you know, it was a trans one. It's like, I will not, you know, uh, I will not, what is, I'd have to, I couldn't find it. There's thousands of, but something like, I will not say what your identity is and accept that because you couldn't accept for who you were yourself. You know what I mean? It's like, how can, how can I accept your next identity if you didn't even know who you were? You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, And I think what we've done, you know, religion, you know, science is now a religion too. We've seen that over the last couple of years. Okay. Oh, science has replaced religion. I yeah, it has. It has. Yeah. Well, God lost it. You know, the, the religions lost their power because why? Because they're pedophiles and they, they that's, you know, that's exactly what happens, right? That, that you can't deny that, right? Not all of them, obviously. And look, you, you, if you have faith and it gives you strength, fine. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care, man. Do whatever you want, right? Same as the thing. You want to be a gender fluid unicorn? be the best gender fluid unicorn you can be but just don't don't talk to me about it all right i don't i think dave Chappelle, comedian had the best line about that he was like you can you can be what you want to be you can identify as whatever you want to be just at what point do i have to participate in your self-delusion that's right exactly exactly your self-delusion that's that's great i you know what i you know i don't i don't want to say that the, the, the trans issue is entirely mental illness no, no, no. Look, I'll, I'll straight you know, up, straight up, mate. I think they're genuine, yeah, genuine, genuine people who, yeah. who, who may have these, this gender dysmorphia. And that's- well, we've all met effeminate men, haven't we, mate? We've all met a really effeminate men who look like they were, they were girls in a boy's body. On the right. flip side of that, I've met a few women over the years that were dudes, right? And I, I can accept that. I can accept in, well, the, in the grand scheme of this beautiful tapestry of life that there is that. But it's not as many people as they say, right? And I think, you no. know, getting... and, I, and I think we're we're completely neglecting the fact that there are very, very possibly environmental factors that can be contributing to this yes, as well. Absolutely. This is not happening in a vacuum. No. If you look at I mean, somewhere between, you know, microplastics, mm-hmm. how there are recent studies that, you know, we consume 
we actually end up consuming plastic because everything that we deal it's with wrapped in plastic, yeah. is plastic. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's having an effect on fertility, mm-hmm. sperm count, mm-hmm. penis well, that, size. You yeah, know, well, there's all... There's all sorts of stuff Definitely. about um, foods that are reducing testosterone levels, all these chemicals right. and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's all this really interesting research. Again, it's right out in the open if people want to look. It's not like it's being hidden uh, and it's happening every day. Um, yeah, there's so many factors that contribute to this and it's it's all the same thing. You know, I think uh, – and, yeah, sorry, to, I'll just finish my point and then we'll, we might, we might yeah. start wrapping it up, mate. Um, sure. Externalizing – so basically, all the answers you need, Chris, are here, here, and here, right? Head, gut, heart, right? Just by chance, there's neuroreceptors in each one of those places as well. Uh, however, what we've done is we've externalized everything. You won't be happy until you get that car. You won't be happy until you get that house, until you get that job, until you get that phone. In fact, you know what? You're not even happy as who you are. You can change who you are. We'll, 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 we'll cut your balls off, right? Um, and then you'll feel better. Okay. You will not, you, you know, religion says you cannot be as perfect as God or whoever it is, right? It's all the same story. That's one of the funny things that I found in my research is that every religion, they fight against each other. It's all the same story. However, each one says you can't be God, right? You can't, you, you're not good enough. You're not pure enough. There's nothing you can do. You must externalize yourself to believe this narrative or this thing or this whatever it is right and i think the this is we've done that for so long and especially the last 20 years we've accelerated the materialistic society to a point where it's it's kind of insane um you know i was talking to a friend of mine the other day uh, my one of my best mates when i was when i was little he was a tv repairman right that does that doesn't exist anymore Right? He made a really good living fixing electronics, right? Now they're just in piles in the dump, you know? Um, and we've externalized everything, our, our satisfaction, our, our wants, our needs, our desires, everything. And I think those I think that... a really interesting observation. It is, um, man. It is. And the, and the re, but the answer is, Chris, it's here, here, and here. The problem with dealing with yourself is it's hard, Right. And we're too soft to do hard things now, you know? I mean, we spoke about before we turned the mics on this morning. I'm not a morning person, okay? But as a father of small children and all that sort of stuff, I realized that I needed to look after myself physically more, right? So the only time and the only space that I had to do was to get up early in the morning, which is why I was happy to get up early this morning. I've trained myself. You know, my wife has said to me a number of times, I don't know how you work out in the morning. I don't know how you have the energy is what she says. I said, I said, I don't have the energy and I actually don't really want to do it. But what I know is that if I do do it, I feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we, but we're too soft, man. We've externalized everything. The, all the answers everybody needs are within you. And what I saw over the pandemic, right. Is there's all these people that said they did the work, Chris. I did the work. I did. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm facing my shadow self. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Right. A lot of those people got vaccinated, man, right? And if you had actually done the work, you would know that that was the wrong thing to do. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like we saw, we actually, it was a good delineation about who actually has done the work, who has actually 
done the critical thinking and done the observational thinking and actually thought about themselves and, and can see things for what they are, we saw those people, man, who was and who wasn't, right? Because a lot of yeah. people bullshitted their way through that. And, and yeah, they, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. However, you know, the externalization of everything has led us to where we are. And then the capitalist, materialistic, uh, dog eat dog, alpha male bullshit, right? Um, has, has, has sent us down the rabbit hole. Um, so mate, yeah, look, yeah, we'll, we'll start to. Turn, yeah. I mean, we, to, to your point, when you can turn even something like your, your personal gender into some uh, consumable essentially, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. then yeah. And again, and that this is, you know, I think this is also a transition into whatever humanity is, is, not necessarily evolving into, but being led to being evolved into like this notion of transhumanism mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where test you know, tube babies. Generation. I mean, how, how the math suggests Chris that we live in the matrix already, mate. So are we just manifesting that into reality now? You know, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's a mind fuck right there. Mm-hmm. that's true man like i mean at what point where's the crossover because the math suggests Uh, that we 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 are or we could be basically yeah that's that's one rabbit hole i haven't i haven't delved no don't do it don't do it don't do it (laughs) you you, you don't need that man you don't need that well mate um yeah exactly when you know i mean (laughs) we had a discussion oh jesus oh no so that was me hang on that's my phone. That scared the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, as you say, we had this discussion with a friend the other day about all this gender dysmorphia stuff. It's like, so what is it going to get to the point where you just plug in and plug out? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? You know, like, what today I'm a girl, the- tomorrow I'm a boy, what, you know, t- today I'm both, you know, um, like, at what point does it end? living entirely virtually i think that's yeah i think that's probably the goal because the meta, the meta space that sort of stuff yeah yeah no i mean i i you know we're being we're being herded into that space because i think that that's it's much easier to control it's much easier to data mine and mm-hmm. you know create this alternate reality where you know you're not going to be able to drive more than three miles from your house but yep you know, you'll have this whole virtual virtual world well, we had that down here, you know, during COVID. You couldn't go more than 10 kilometers from your house. Yeah, you guys had like drones and stuff enforcing yeah. that, right? Helicopters and all sorts of stuff, man. Yeah. Not as bad out where I was, but definitely in the in the in the inner cities and stuff like that. Um yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised I, to see that everywhere before mm-hmm. 2030. I mean, yeah. that's you know part of this whole agenda 2030. Man. Yeah. Agenda 2030. Yep. And it's like, oh, what do you mean? That's a conspiracy. No, they wrote a book on it. You can download it for free, I think. They, they, they want you to read it. You know what I mean? It's the information is widely available. <laughs> well, Nobody's mate, hiding anything. No, it's, no one's hiding looking. anything. You're just not looking. You don't give a shit, right? And they're, they're slowly taking over your existence. Um, exactly. So where do you want to finish up, mate? I mean, have you got any questions specifically for me? I mean, I think we've had a really excellent wide-ranging topic. And like I said at the start, before we turn the mics on, our problem is shutting up. It's not, um, it's not, uh, we're going to run out of things to talk about, but did you want to brush no. on anything or talk about anything before we, before we turn the mic off? 
Um, no, I think we hit a lot of stuff I'd you know like to talk about. I mean, I'd always love to go you know deeper into the stuff about journalism and COVID, just because it's just so endlessly fascinating and just mm. trying to understand sort of what's happening there versus what's happening here. Um, so what, what, is, what, what, yeah, what, what questions did you have surrounding that, mate? Maybe we can have a touch on that before we, uh, if there's anything um, specifically you wanted to. So I'm just about. curious, like where your, your, your vaccine mandate laws are headed because last mm-hmm. I had checked you guys, like government was denying, um, like welfare services essentially mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the unvaccinated has, mm-hmm. has that agenda. So, so now that the information has come out that, wow, these things really aren't safe and they're really not effective, even though everyone's effectively ignored that mm. have any policies changed or is all that it's stuff slowly changing, there? right? It's slowly changing. Uh, so we are allowed back into society as of about uh, as a couple of months ago now. Um, uh, the, Look, I think so. I'm a teacher, but I teach from home at the moment. Okay. If I was to be a teacher in the general public, I'd still have to be vaccinated. Okay. okay. Um, there's still a number of industries that are under vaccine mandate. Uh, a lot of these, those senators that I was talking to you about are basically presenting the complete data and going, this is total bullshit. Stop it. Um, however, some companies and some industries are still hanging on. Uh, Same here. Um, yeah, as far as the 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 policing of this stuff, the the check ins, that could all let go ages ago. Um, however, I think they knew they pushed people too far, and it became clear, right? Even the, you know, so many people, even the people who got their two shots, right? So many people just didn't get their booster because they're like, mm-hmm. this is total crap now, right? I, I fell for this. You you made me fall for this, or I had to do it to keep my job, or whatever. Mm-hmm. now they're not right they're like no fuck off we're not doing it okay i think we've seen something similar here whereas yeah well i mean the, the bottom line is mate is it you know and look one of the reasons i never would have got it because it smells and you can't develop a vaccine in six months we could have a just extended discussion about how they manufactured billions of vaccines in two weeks however um yeah. uh you know i never would have got it However, I can see in different industries, right, I would have had pressure, okay, uh, for sure. And I understand why people did get it uh, in some ways. Um, however, and look, freedom of choice, man, if you choose to do it, I'm totally fine with that. Like I said, be Informed the best. consent, man. Yeah, Informed yeah, consent. Exactly. Be the best gender fluid unicorn you can be, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, people, people deserve choices and mm-hmm. even if you know and, and some choices are bad but mm-hmm. you deserve that choice and that's mm-hmm. you know that's where i was internally here my wife um she she got vaccinated mm-hmm. um she got her second Pfizer vaccine but then didn't get boosted and mm-hmm. so i didn't agree with the decision and we we don't see eye to eye on the topic but i have to respect her decision absolutely you know, she Absolutely. Yeah. She did her own research and she made her own decision. And I, you know, I have to stand by that, even though I disagree with it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's the most essential component of all of this is that mm-hmm. that's sort of the bedrock of Western medicine is mm-hmm. informed consent. You know, first do no harm and informed consent. Every mm-hmm. patient deserves informed consent and to understand the risks of any procedure mm-hmm. that they're being administered. And, and that simply, I mean, there was, was there, there was the, present. the, the 
exactly i mean there was the hippocratic oath and i think you got changed the hypocritic oath you know what i mean like i think um do no harm that's a lie right i mean i could name few i think a lot of the people didn't get boosted because their friends were getting vaccine injury and like it's it's tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands down here right yeah um and i know 30 or 40 people that were forced right coerced manipulated mandated and a mandate is not a law in any shape of the form in any country in anywhere right a mandate is not a law it's not an enforceable thing but they made us think it was right um and i know like 50 people man who've had serious vaccine injury right we've had two deaths right we've had two deaths okay Um, both older people granted but these older people these these older people their medication was they were fine they were healthy right they, you know, one of them had a health check the week before. You know, yeah, she was in her late seventies or something like that. However, um, yeah, she was as good as you can be at eighty years old. You know what I mean? And she was okay, right? Gave her the vaccine at nine o'clock in the morning. Come back eleven o'clock, she was dead. Jesus Christ! Three days before, she was fine. She had a health check to say she was fine. The only difference in the existence was that, right? I mean. And uh, yeah, the, the 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 governments and the state governments and the the federal government are just basically ignoring a lot of the things that they said, which I know that that's what the US is doing as well. We're just not just not mentioning it, right? We had the health minister, right? And this is a funny thing, right? We had the health minister for Queensland get on the microphone, right, and go, "Oh, I'm I'm really not sure, you know, I'm, I'm visiting hospitals and there's like a a forty percent." Uh, a 40% to 50% rise in, in category ones. And that's like heart attacks, right? And then, you know, some of these things are just a mystery. We don't know why some of these things just happen, but what's fascinating is you look at the video and she's getting welts, right? Like she's getting red welts rise up her neck as she's saying it, right? Because she's lying, right? She's fully lying. Everyone knows she's lying. She knows she's lying and it's her, she's having a physical reaction. You can see it happen in the video. Um, and then there's like, oh, really good initiative. We're going to put defibrillators, more defibrillators everywhere, right? People should need to learn how to use defibrillators. Why? Because Why it's totally normal. Because it's totally normal, right? And all these celebrities and stuff keep dropping dead. Oh, it's so sad. They went so sad. And it is sad. I'm not saying that people dying isn't sad. I am, I'm not saying that. However, you got to pay the piper, right? You chose to do what you chose to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the reality of the pandemic at its height in 2020, the global population went up. It didn't go down. Right. That's the realities of the numbers. Okay. That's the reality. It trended upwards when during the greatest, nastiest thing the world has ever fucking seen. Right. right. It's, um, you know, so yeah, that they're, they're loosening. They're, they're loosening the mandates because it, you can't keep it up. It's becoming undeniable, right? And the thing about Aussies is that you push us too far and we're just going to get violent, okay? Um, and I think they're realizing that we're realizing. Um, and But again, it's not enough for the middle class to stand, Chris, you know? What is going to take the silent middle class that, just wants to be cool and raise their families and 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 do their thing and and you know be have a community have a tribe we just want to be human man 
My question is, at, at what point along this path that is that is going to descend into totalitarian, dystopian... We live in a dystopian reality right now, but people do not want to talk about it, okay? You don't want... No, that's what has happened over the last three years. We have, we have transferred into a dystopian reality where nothing is real, nothing is right, nothing is true, you know, the double speak, all those Orwellian terms, right? That is what has happened. Um, and yeah, what's it going to take, man? I don't know what it's going to take. I, I wish I had an answer, man, because I'm I'm not terribly optimistic. I mean, I figure even if this attempt with COVID, you know, they 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 realize they pushed too far. Mm-hmm. What's it going to take to push this agenda over the goal line? And and I think it's going to be something way way nastier. And I, yep. and I I think that they are absolutely capable of cooking something like that up in a lab. And I think they've mm-hmm. had that technology for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been rumors of this stuff, you know, like genetically targeted viruses for at least 20 years, going back to, again, and bring up the work of Michael Rupert, who yep. Yep. was writing about this and crossing the Rubicon 20 years ago. And, you know, they're, they're not going to stop. No, 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 <laughs> no, they, don't, no, no. They, they just, they got, no. they got some good data. They figured yeah. out that they figured out that two thirds, or probably more than two thirds, of the population will roll over pretty quickly given the right trigger, uh, yeah. and they are going to find the next one, right? Um, so I guess we just have to red pill as many people as we can. But that's I, it, man. I'm like, I, I need, I don't know, I don't, I, I'm at a loss for mm-hmm. how to do it because some people just. Well, mate, I think you've got to give up I, so deeply as can't. part of their own identity. You can't anymore. Yeah. Right, I think at this stage, at this stage, you we need to. It's 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 time to stop waking up the sheep, mate. It's time to gather the lions, and we just need to, um, you know, get together as much as we can. I mean, if there's anything that does give me hope, Chris, it's stuff like this, right? I mean, I was on a, I was on a round table podcast the other morning, and there was literally we had someone from America. Uh, someone from Canada, someone from Mexico, someone from UK, and then me from Australia, right? So basically we covered off most of the world um, in one conversation and we were all in agreement with everything that we spoke about today, right? So if you then think about that, okay, so there's, there's five people from different countries, different cultures, different everything, right? Their group, they would have their own group that agrees with them each of those groups and each of those groups. Right. So I think it's, it's, we're not lost, right. We're in deep shit, but, but we're not lost. We just have to, but we've got to gather ourselves, man. I, I don't think you can wake the sheep up anymore, man. I think it's done. I think whoever's going to lock, walk lockstep, there'll always be a percentage of people that will walk lockstep. And it's, it's tough that I, I, it has, has to be our friends and family. However, it also is what it is, man. I find it, I mean, you're absolutely right. And I find it fascinating that you have a group of friends where you are, where you guys sat down and, and discussed this stuff, like what skills do I have? How do we prepare for what's coming? Because if I were to announce something like that to most of my friends, aside from like Dan and maybe a couple others, I'd get laughed out of the room. You mm-hmm. know, if I brought that up to my family, you know, the fact that I've been you know, covertly stashing a little bit of food here and there in case something were, you know, to eventually happen, Mm. you know, I'm, it's, it's worthy of mockery. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's really scary. (laughs) 
because there are not a lot of like-minded people here. So I, I think you're right in the fact that, you know, while, while you, we look at our smartphones and, and all this technology and it's been used largely to isolate us, but we mm-hmm. can also use that to our advantage and use mm-hmm. it, use them as tools to create community outside of sort of more traditional boundaries. Absolutely, know? mate. And I think, you know, the internet's out of the bag. I think they, they would like to put the internet back in if they could, but they can't, right? The internet's out of the bag. And, you know, like the, the monkeypox memes, that also gives me hope because they're so funny. <laughs> that okay so i and i want to i want to harp on this point and this i mean might be a good a good ending point but sure, um sure you know comedy and mockery and derision of these people those are our primary weapons i think mm-hmm, moving mm-hmm, forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you have to just laugh at these fools because yeah. what they're attempting to do is so outrageous and so just anti-humanity, mm-hmm. but you don't fight them with violence. No. You know, violence is their, that's, that's, their that's, that's, that's their territory. You're fighting them on their terms. I mm. think that, you know, memes, you know, as silly as they are, you know, memes moving forward are the, are the, are the way to fight this memes and, and mockery are the, mm-hmm. are our best weapons. And, um, you know, that and community will, are, are, or what we need to save us, I think, and mm. uh, never underestimate the power of, of mockery because absolutely because it, you know, it is. Look, if it wasn't so terrifying, it's really a bad Star Wars movie, you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty funny. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's even worse than it. I mean, I mean, look at this Klaus Schwab guy. And I know, that, does he not look like the emperor? Fucking helmet with the breathing and all that. I mean, it's. He's a comic, a comic book villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Have you seen his suits? He started to wear suits it's that like, are a little bit weird. You know what I mean? He's got some weird, like, cloak. like banded male, like old Dungeons and yeah, Dragons no, style. It's unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, as I say, if it wasn't so terrifying, it, it is hilarious, but it's scary at the same time. And I think, it's scary. you know, I think. I don't think I'd be as scared if I didn't have a kid. Like, yes. You know, because I'm getting old enough where, you know, fuck it eventually i'll just pack up and move to mexico somewhere or something but mm. the fact that i gotta raise a child through all this is what's really really that's the thing and, that, and that's the thing that's what we've got to and and as hard as it is mate we've got to those of us that have held the line until this point we must continue to hold the line oh, i did i'm not going anywhere i mean i'm too no. fucking stubborn and setting my yeah. ways at this point. yeah me too man hey listen hey listen man that was uh i'm glad we could have a laugh about it i'm glad that we could uh explore that and you know let's 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 do round two. Uh, I think um, I think this is uh, my. I, we used to do these things back in the day, and it'd be interesting to listen back to them. We used to call them diatribe on modern society, and I think uh, that's what this is. I think we're going to call this another diatribe of on modern society because uh, that's what it was really. You know, because it, it, this is not just one thing; it's all things. However, uh, really appreciate your time this morning, mate. And uh, yeah, let's let's sit down again uh, in the near future and. Maybe we, uh, instead of just ranting at each other, maybe we do a, a, a concentration on topic. You know what I mean? Maybe we have a little more focused. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I think yeah. everyone, every, organic conversation is awesome, man. And that's what I wanted this to be. And it has been, and it's been excellent. So, uh, you know, maybe next time we'll, we'll talk over email, but uh, we'll, we'll focus in on a, on a couple of things to, to really drill down in to, to, for those people that haven't paid a lot of attention uh to some of this stuff and exact because again it's all freely available 
right? Nothing's being hidden. It's actually all in plain sight. Uh, it's just whether or not you choose to look. Um, well, thanks very much, Chris. Any, any, any final word, mate? No, I just, um, I mean, I appreciate the chance to sit down and talk to you and I feel like I've, you know, made a new friend and I'm grateful. Yeah, man, so, me too. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's awesome, man. Absolutely and, be looking forward to doing this again. And if you want to, if there's any topics you want to hit, just give me a, give me a heads up a week, a week or so ahead of time so I can do yep. a little more research and get up to speed. And, uh, yep. you know, I'd love to chat again. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll organize a couple of weeks out and get some gear together and, uh, awesome, man. Well, until next time, thanks very much. All guys. Right, Appreciate you. it. Appreciate it, Triffin. Thanks, man. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Do you just want to go again? Let's do it. Yeah, again. All right. I know you've been here before. No surprises settle the score. I know the darkness deep inside. Reckless rage.